0: All right, I'm cutting this short because we're ready to go. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 26 of the All Day Cincinnati Sports Podcast. I'm Parker Fields here, as always, with my co-host, Donnie Menke. Donnie, how you doing today, my guy?
1: Pretty good, pretty good, man. Ready to talk about this playoff rematch we got coming up this weekend.
0: Uh, yes, sir. It should be a good episode. We're going to talk about a big-time game between – Two big-time opponents right here. The Bengals are favorites on the road, according to the spread, though. One and a half, I believe, unless it changed, which is nice to see. Vegas uh, Vegas has faith in us, which is good to see, because a lot of people I've seen on talk shows and stuff don't have as much faith in us as Vegas does.
1: <laughs> you know what? That's fine. That's fine by me. Because, exactly.
0: you know what? I like being the underdog. Perfectly fine with yeah. me. I agree 100% with you. Being the underdog, you know, you can thrive on that. You don't uh, – the underdog, you have less expectations, uh, more more room to improve, more room to play better.
1: Yeah. And it looks like the Bengals are staying steady at uh, three, two-and-a-half point favorites in that range on most sites. Two-and-a-half so, now?
0: It was one-and-a-half uh, as of yesterday.
1: Yeah. Now I'm seeing some two point five, some three. So, you know. But in that range? You know. It's growing, yeah. Which I don't love. That means that everybody's betting on the Bengals, and usually you need to fade the public.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but you know, I do like this matchup for the Bengals. I do.
0: So do I. And with a spread this like, if it's two and a half, whatever. Like honestly, like if you're if you're a betting man out there, I would just take the Bengals to cover the spread if you think they're gonna win. <laughs> I mean, it's just a better yeah. payout. <laughs> Just take them to cover the spread over just taking their money line at that point, honestly. But, uh, I, um, I like this matchup for the Bengals. It's going to be a good test. It's going to be a good battle. Hopefully, hopefully the Bengals are going to come out on top. Uh, the, the the Titans have a very good team, very great run game with Derrick Henry, of course, who looks like he's not slowing down anytime soon. Really? He's saying, throwing age out the window as he's going to be 29 this year, I believe turn 29 soon. So, um, Getting up there for running back—that's like forty-five for a quarterback, damn near. Yeah. <laughs> and but uh, well, he
1: he has the advantage of those first two years not going his way. He didn't see a ton of playing time. Yeah, so that career.
0: yeah, years wise, he's not as much because he didn't. But the thing is, he made up for it by getting more carries than the whole NFL combined down here yeah. in the last five years. <laughs> uh, five years, Pretty he gets three hundred plus carries each year.
1: Yeah, he's getting a ton. Like, he, it's still – he's definitely got the workload, but, you know, he still looks pretty good this year. Like, I, I still am very
0: fearful of that matchup. Exactly. I am too. Um, You know, Derrick Henry gets me shaking in my boots a little bit. I'm a little scared, like you said. Last year we did contain him really well, but if you do remember, he was coming off injury. Um, He hadn't played in, what, like 10 weeks? It had been like three, four months since the last time he played when he played the Bengals last year in the playoffs. So we did shut him down, but he hadn't played in forever. So I wouldn't take Mm -hmm. too much of that game into consideration with the run, how we stopped the run game, just because, like, based on Derrick Henry's performance, not like our defensive performance, but based on how he didn't break many tackles, because he was coming, he was rusty. He was real rusty.
1: To be honest, I wouldn't take much of that game into consideration when looking at this one because Henry's healthy. And and two, if the Titans get nine sacks again, Frank Pollock shouldn't even be on the plane back to Cincinnati. Like you you really you, you can't necessarily yeah, they need to, like to, to tweak some things on that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they really and, need I to. mean they got
1: they got three new interior linemen, so they definitely tried to change things up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you there. Um yeah, this offensive line, if they give up nine sacks again, they might as well all go home. Um just leave. Me and Donnie will play all the. Bar- <laughs> we'll play all the offensive line positions. We'll run a two-man offensive line because honestly, at that point, we could block just as well. Now yep, these guys better than, Definitely him. better yeah. than
1: Bobby Hart.
0: Oh God, I hated him. Couldn't stand Bobby Hart. But uh,
1: I mean, shoot. At that point, we just you know tell Joe Burrow where to throw the ball if he hasn't figured it out yet. Yeah, <laughs> because exactly. everybody's running to get him.
0: Yeah. Just get it out quick. They're going to run. <laughs> They're coming after you. Just get it out quick. Exactly. Uh, a big plus for the Bengals this week is Jamar Chase is going to be back. So that's huge for the Bengals. They've obviously been missing him. He's a top three receiver in the NFL when he's healthy, of course. And uh, it's it's huge that he's going to be, be back. The field is going to be that much wide, more wide open. I bet you Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins' his production really won't fall off much because uh, Jamar Chase is going to be bringing just as way more attention to that uh to that offense especially on his side. Um Boyd honestly seems like he's been putting up way worse numbers since Jamar Chase has been out.
1: He he's yeah, he, he's continued to be kind of hit or miss. Like he'll get you five fantasy points or 20 and not much in between. Yeah. Like he either has that touchdown or he doesn't and with that touchdown comes like 30, 40 yards apparently.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Like, yeah, he's had a lot of games this year where, like, 60-plus yards and a lot of games, like, 20, 30 yards.
1: Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's, he's a pretty feast or famine receiver at this point, which, you know, with Chase and Higgins is not totally unexpected, but still, you'd like a little more consistency from the slot guy.
0: Yeah. I I think it's partly to do with that is the emergence of uh, Hayden Hurst into this offense this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's more of the... Whereas Boyd in years past was more of that security blanket uh, in the slot. Boyd's running a lot more downfield routes. That's why he's at 15 yards per catch this year, which is has to be the highest of his career. Maybe like when he was a rookie or something, it was higher. But, I mean, since he's been like a big guy, that has to be the highest of his career, right? I'm looking. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm pulling it up real yeah, quick. Um. Yeah, it's the highest since he's been a like a guy in the league. It, no, it that is the sense. highest, period. Either way. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, honestly,
0: I mean, he's, he Yeah, with, he's career with. 12.1 this year, 14.8. It's by far the outlier of his career.
1: Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. And he's, uh he's definitely definitely been affected by the changes for sure.
0: Yeah, I think Hayden Hurst's emergence like as a more a tight end that's used more than Ozama was, um I think that's definitely contributed to Tyler Boyd just less receptions. The yards are the same. Like he's still close to a, averaging on pace for an 1000-yard season. He's still right there. He could still definitely have an 1000-yard year. But mm-hmm. it's not the receptions just aren't there. He's just not getting as many touches as many targets. Yeah, like Hurst has more receptions on the season than Boyd does, which is just crazy for a guy and Boyd who a couple years ago was flirting with 100 receptions for two or three years.
1: Yeah, I mean, what a difference those seasons make. Like AJ Green is the number
0: one receiver. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, A.J. Green leaves, but in that same time frame, Higgins is – well, Higgins came in – Higgins' rookie year was Green's last year, so you had Higgins come in, Green leave, but Chase comes in, Hurst comes in. Like, that's – I mean, that's a lot of weaponry to add in a few – in just a couple off seasons.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I just – I don't know. I'm really excited to watch this matchup on Sunday. Do you know? Are we getting a? Uh, are we getting the dynamic duo of uh, Nance and Romo?
1: I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but um, I know it is their national game, so there's a good chance. Oh, it is CBS's national game. Their national early game.
0: Yeah, it, it probably yeah. is them. I don't think there's a four o'clock game better because Chiefs Rams is the game of the week on Fox, even though that's a shitty game because the Rams suck. Yeah. That's on Fox. It's not on CBS. I don't. I'm gonna look at the NFL slate. What are the other four o'clock games? Uh, well,
1: let's see. Let's see. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, let's See their week eleven coverage map. They've got the Fox. Okay, Fox only has the single game. You
0: got so CBS you, has no wait a minute. You got uh Chargers, Cardinals, and Vegas versus Seattle. I bet the I bet the Bengals do have Romo and Nance. I feel like it has to be them <laughs> with that. Yeah, because I like listening to Romo. He likes Joe Burrow too. The way he talks about him, so I like I like to hear the, him on the on the uh, announcing there. I like listening to Romo a lot. A yeah, I
1: would prefer that because. Just not I, as, long as, Mahomes, are, as long as I'm Mahomes. As long as Mahomes isn't playing, I'm fine with Romo.
0: <laughs> yeah, because Mahomes is just oh, Mahomes. Oh my God, literally. I don't know. He likes yeah. Joe Burrow a lot though, too. The way he talks about Burrow. Yeah, you're not wrong. You could tell he kind of. Mm, I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. A little bit towards Burrow as well. Um, sucks up to Burrow a little as well. <laughs> I know you something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But, yeah, he definitely likes Burrow as well. I mean, Burrow is fun to watch. And I think the way Burrow's been playing, if he can keep this up and the Bengals can win some more games, he could get his way into the MVP conversation this year. He's going to have oh, to continue 100%. to play the rate he's been playing, but he can get his name back in there. Yeah, 100%.
1: Because, honestly, it would take Mahomes going through the stretch that Allen's going through for him to not get MVP at this point. Like, he'd need yeah. a really, really bad stretch to close out the year.
0: Or that, so Burrow or should be in the conversation. Burrow crazy Burrow would have to go crazy or Mahomes would have to slow down. If, like, Burrow that's, went insane well, – because Burrow's having a lot better statistical season this year at this point in the season than he did last year. He turned it on, like, right now last year.
1: Yeah, that's true. He just – honestly, if he does that again against this schedule this year where they're facing the toughest remaining schedule in the NFL – Say they do yeah. beat the Chiefs next week, or like and they do make the playoffs and they go on as heater to end the season. Maybe he gets it because that schedule is really difficult. And you if you yeah, look into his stat line, six of his picks have come against one team. Yeah, literally.
0: Six of it. <laughs> I just realized something. He hasn't thrown a pick outside of the division. He threw a pick yeah, against no. the Browns and he threw one against the Ravens. So all eight picks have been in the division. That's crazy. Yeah. Four yeah, division he... eight picks, no picks against anybody else. The whole NFL, no picks. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Four games in division, zero picks. Or four or games out of yeah, out of, six games out of division, <laughs> zero picks. I get what like you're four saying. Four games had... in division, eight picks. Yeah, like
0: that. <laughs> That's actually a wild stat. I I didn't even realize that till we we were just talking. I kind of thought about it. I was like, oh shit. I was like, oh yeah. shit. He actually hasn't thrown a pick all year. Yeah, um, outside the division.
1: yeah, Yeah, and that's that might be part of the argument. Like, look, he had the really fluky week one. Like, how much does week one matter in MVP conversations? Like, does it matter a whole lot? I don't think so. Like, I think as further we get away from that, if he keeps this up, the more people will forget about it. And he should be in the conversation. I don't think he's MVP. Like, yeah. I think that's pretty clearly Mahomes at this point, in my opinion. Agreed. But he should be in the conversation. And I think the further we get away from those fluke performances early in the season, the more it'll happen. The more he'll be in the conversation. I don't think he'll win, but he should be
0: probably what third right now at worst. I'm trying to think. Y- yeah, maybe fourth. Maybe. Maybe yeah. Allen's still a little above him for the season. I don't know if I'd put Allen above him right now. I wouldn't either, but he's still ranked ahead of him in everything I see. But I wouldn't either. That's personally. right. I mean, maybe we're being a little biased and recency biased as well. Yeah, I but mean, that's part of it, though, because Allen's Alan been doing this for rate. four weeks. I mean, I don't think passer rating's the greatest stat of all time, but his passer rating is only 95. That's yeah, not great that in today's NFL. He's really not that efficient, and his completion percentage – 64. Yeah. I mean, that's not horrible, but in today's NFL, that's not high. Up. I just,
1: I need to see him come out of this rut right now because yeah. I don't know if it's the injury or not. Like, if it's the injury, then yeah, he just he should be ahead of Burrow. But if it's not, then yeah, Burrow should probably be ahead of him.
0: Yeah, and it's just like, I don't know. Like, Andy has 11 picks on the year, so he's thrown a lot of picks too.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's throwing more than Burrow.
0: Yeah. Mahomes has thrown seven. It's not like Mahomes has barely thrown any, either. I mean, yeah. I think it's gonna be a race. I think it's really gonna end up being a two horse race between Burrow and, um, between Burrow and Mahomes. That's what I when it yeah. ends when it ends. Yeah, I think that's what it's gonna be. I mean, I'm not saying Burrow's even gonna come close to Mahomes, but I feel like by when the season's over, he'll be second.
1: But that wouldn't surprise me if at all. I had to like bet my
0: life on it. That's what I'd take.
1: At this rate, the top three I think are the top three quarterbacks in the league in Mahomes, Allen, think, and Burrow. You think Allen? Huh?
0: You think Allen is over hurts right now? Over Hurts? Yeah. Yeah. No, not like he's yeah, a think, player. I, I'm talking about yeah, the MVP. His
1: MVP too. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, obviously for player, I don't think Jalen Hurts is a top ten quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I do think like this season he got a good year statistically. Yeah, I agree. Part
1: of My part of my reasoning is I think your perception is kind of the the dominating perception, like that's what at large they think about him. So like that'll push him down the MVP ladder board. I think they're it the to players. the wide receivers and the defense and the OL and the coaching and everything else before they get to Jalen Hurts.
0: Yeah, it's like Tua. I don't think Tua's that great either.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, really I, yeah. Don't.
0: <laughs> like, I really don't think Tua's that amazing, even though statistically he looks like a god this year. I mean, yeah. like when he throws deep balls, that thing's a duck. That thing's yeah. the worst deep ball I've ever seen damn near.
1: Yeah, like that Chicago, their game against Chicago was way closer than it should have been because of Tua. But anyway, yeah. like, we're getting a little... <laughs> Well, would you
0: talk quarterback? Yeah, I would
1: put Burrow third, to be honest with you, this year. Burrow third at
0: at MVP so far.
1: MVP and overall quarterback rankings. You'd have
0: Allen ahead of him.
1: Yeah, for right now, I think. I feel like
0: one more week of bad Allen would get him jumped by Burrow if Burrow plays lights out.
1: yeah, say if they march into 10 and win that game fairly decisively, I think that would put Burrow number two in MVP. I'd still have him behind Allen as a quarterback.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about this but, season uh, like, performance, not based off like yeah, who's a better.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. If Burrow marches in there and they by like ten, I see some people predicting. I I could definitely see a scenario where he overtakes Allen as second.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I would agree with you there, but back to this week's uh, matchup. What do you think the key will be for the Bengals here? What do you think they need to do to pull out a win here?
1: Whatever Jesse Bates figured out against Ryan Tannehill needs to still be a thing because Fact. he dominates Tannehill, and he has not played fantastic this season. He's been okay. like He hasn't been as bad as some fans want to believe Because he just because he's probably not going to be here next year. He's played at a level you can replace, but he's not been, like, terrible. He's not been benchable. Yeah. So, like, if he can still figure out whatever he figured out against Tannehill, whatever tell he's saying Tannehill has, then they need to jump on those opportunities because if they don't, Derrick Henry will punish them. Even yeah. with that line, even even with that defensive line being healthy and that linebacking core playing so well, Henry is just that good.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there, Donnie. Um. We're going to have to do something to stop Derrick Henry. If we let the Titans do what they – I don't know if you watched the – did you watch Thursday Night Football versus Packers?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The first half, the Packers really outplayed the Titans. Like, the Packers' offense looked great in the first half. Great. The Titans held the ball – I'm not, not outplayed them. I mean, their offense played great is what I meant to say. Yeah. The Titans held the ball for so long – at a time that the Packers only had two possessions. They scored both times, I think a touchdown field goal, and just mm-hmm. held the ball to the point where once the Packers got back on the field, it had been like 45 minutes from the end of like the half, like an eight-minute drive and to um the halftime. It had been like 45 minutes since they got back on the field, and they just looked out of sync, and they never yeah. got back. And the Packers really looked like they turned a page against the Cowboys and then against the Titans in that first half. And that's just like what well, my thing is. We can't we can't let the Titans just control the clock because the Bengals are screwed if they do that. And we yeah, didn't let I, them the last year.
1: I don't – if there's one quarter – if there's like a group of quarterbacks I don't think are going to be super rattled by that being off the field that long. I think Burrow is going to be pretty good at getting back into a rhythm.
0: Yeah, but, I feel so, like Aaron, but I'm still a worry.
1: Category two. <laughs> that would not. Be I, w- I wouldn't put him in there this year. I don't know yeah. if I put last year and every other year before that. Every yeah. other year, is
0: true. yeah, every yeah,
1: but not this year. I don't think. Um, yeah,
0: just it's just seven touchdowns versus the Eagles.
1: <laughs> Burrow just seems to be hitting that stride he did last year, like we talked about. So, like, I'm not as worried about that. But it, it is an issue. It is something you have to watch out for because just because Burrow's not out of sync doesn't mean like the offensive line won't be a little slow
0: to move or like the wide receivers won't be
1: as sharp. Like, so it is a worry.
0: Yeah. Agreed. And Burrow's kind of fallen into this thing, which I'm going to call the LeBron James syndrome where he doesn't seem like he, he just gets better as the season moves along. He's not very good at the beginning of the year for some reason. Like, you know how like LeBron, like, for all those years in Cleveland, they would suck in the regular season. Everybody's like, oh, they're not. And then they would make the finals every single year. Burroughs seems like he's got a little bit of that in him. Like, he doesn't panic. He doesn't really care if they lose a game early. And he just kind of learns from it and then takes those mm. notes. He doesn't worry about being four and four, eight games in. And he yeah. just really gets ready for that stretch run. I know it's only been two years, but this is a similar pattern to last year so far.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Because one of, well, one of the things – Maybe his biggest advantage as a quarterback is his mental processing and his ability to to know and to recognize everything pre snap. Like he can put the ball wherever he wants most of the time. But if like there are guys
0: with better arms, yeah,
1: with stronger, yeah, yeah, not maybe he's got one of the most accurate arms in the yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's not even the homer take. I don't think shouldn't be anyway, but his ability to recognize everything pre-snap is a major, major advantage for that offense. It makes everybody look better. And of course you're going to have a bigger advantage as the season goes on because they've got more tape. Exactly. But he's so good at utilizing that, that it's a ridiculous advantage.
0: Exactly. Donnie. I agree with you hundred percent on that. Um, as far as for our offense, what do you think they can attack against this Tennessee Titans defense? Because I think personally, they got to get the ball out quick, got to have a nice short pass game concept. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see some like draw plays in there in the run game, like make them think it's a pass, draw play, like stuff like that. Really just like attack, attack to counter the blitz is what I would say, or yep. to counter the front four. Because Tennessee does have a really nice front four, of course, even without Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. Like they have a really nice front four. And the Bengals need to be prepared for it, or it's going to be like last year. Even though he won the game, mm. I'm not going to count on winning many games when he gets sacked nine times. Now, Joe Burrow yeah. has shown the yeah. capability where he can win games like that, sadly. <laughs> but I don't want him to win games like that all the time. Yeah,
1: we don't want him to have to win like that. But I basically want to the game plan from the Steelers, cut and pasted into whatever they're doing against the Titans.
0: Yeah, exactly. The Titans
1: have the best run defense in the right. league. They're good at milking clock on offense, so you just need to get these rhythm plays in there. You're just not going to outcoach Mike Vrabel. Exactly, Vrabel is one of the best coaches in the NFL. They're well coached. They play hard in the trenches.
0: I do think he's a little too soft in terms of his like aggressiveness. I think sometimes it almost hurts them how unaggressive they are. I will say that.
1: Well, ironically, the the opposite did hurt them against the Bengals last year, though. That it, fourth it, and one, Henry
0: didn't get. It, it did, but a lot of times, at least in the like, a lot of times, Rabel just makes a really, really conservative play call, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. like that, that, like that Chiefs game, um, Sunday Night Football. He really gave yeah. Malik Willis no shot to win that game. They could have won that game if you just had a little faith in him to throw the ball because you're just you're you're trying to play for a tie at that point with the play style they're playing. Like, yeah, yeah, they. Know, were. Like they yes. should have let Malik Willis at least throw the ball. Give him like it's hard to get in a rhythm when you throw 15 passes all night. Nobody's gonna be accurate when you throw 15 passes and you controlled the clock the whole game. So you ran a shit ton of spas. Nobody's gonna be accurate. Yeah, <laughs> it's um passes and you the clock the whole game. All right, there I am. Okay, this technical. Glitch. Okay. Um anyway.
1: Nobody's done yet. All right, I am. <laughs> Okay. So- <laughs> there I am again. <laughs> I don't know what is going on. Okay, anyway. Um where were we? Back Burrow. Bur- wait. <laughs> Quick. Wait, where were we? Hold up.
0: <laughs> no, M- Mike Vrabel being a coward with his play calling sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Vrabel I, saw uh, Parker part Fields. Of a...
1: <laughs> part of that is uh it's just you have Derrick Henry and Brian Tannehill has shown issues in those big moments.
0: But clearly it's showed- a rookie
1: who needs a lot of work.
0: But I it feel has like cost
1: them. It has cost them.
0: That's what I'm saying. I feel like though that we've seen this formula. They're going to have to play a little more aggressive to actually win in the playoffs is what I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're built for the regular season almost. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like
1: is- It's like watching the
0: 15 Hawks. <laughs> like yeah, which,
1: we before. <laughs> which is a little weird if you think about it because henry should be getting stronger as the season goes on like he's such a huge back there he's such a powerful back and he hasn't he been sh- great in the playoffs and but he hasn't been exactly but he hasn't been great in the playoffs so that's part of why i think they're better in the regular season for obviously i don't think it's quite figured out the playoffs they're still a good playoff team don't get me wrong
0: yeah, um, they've won a few games. But they're but just
1: – just—they're just. I don't think they're built to win a Super Bowl. Like, I yeah, think that's, that's what they're hoping Traylon Burks like can provide on on offense. But right now, yeah. yeah. I think they have a better chance of winning regular season games than postseason games. But they're and, and good. That's,
0: that's one of the reasons they're why I well think it's disrespected. Because, like, there's not many yeah. times a team, like – This team very well might win the one seed. I'm not like they very well could win the one seed again in the AFC and have a bye and play the seven seed Bengals or something in this, something like that. And it's just like, yeah, this team's, it's just, I just don't see much. Maybe I'll be wrong. I, I don't see much like of a ceiling or not much of a, I see a ceiling is what I mean. I don't yeah, see, I see. I don't see them getting to the Super Bowl, honestly. I really don't.
1: Yeah, the ceiling. Honestly, there's like seven teams right now that you could point to. Like their ceiling is a Super Bowl title. I think. I don't think the Titans are one of them.
0: No, but I don't. They, they're
1: very much a threat in this game in this regular season because of how their style translates to the long haul. Yeah. Of a regular season.
0: Yeah. I will say this, though. Seven career playoff games, Derrick Henry has 732 yards on five yards of carry. I don't know. Okay, so better than <laughs> I thought.
1: Better than yeah, I thought. Yeah, that's a
0: lot better than I thought. That's, it's just, it must be recent years because his first, like, three playoff games, he went over 100 each time. So, it's yeah. the recent years. And his and first playoff about, game went, like, 160.
1: You say, and think like, about what he did last year against the Bengals. Like, it was his first game back from injury.
0: So. Yeah, I think it's just kind of 2020 and 2021 is what we're remembering. He wasn't yeah. great in those deciding games that sent him home. Is what we're remembering. I think yeah, that's probably. Right that probably because exactly I don't like remember is. him having these great playoff games either. It's kind of like but, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. It's yeah. kind of like the Ravens. I think the Ravens are built for the regular season just like the Titans. I don't think they're really that big a threat to win the Super Bowl either. I really don't.
1: Yeah, I don't think yeah, I just, I just don't think that they're quite that good either. Um, yeah. It just, with the Titans, they are a very, like we've been talking about, they're a very, very good team. But mm-hmm. I don't know that they're a great team. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll go compete with them in the regular season, but they just haven't been able to get over that hump. So I'm not sure what's missing, but something clearly is. The Sunday yeah. probably won't matter. This Sunday, they'll yeah, give the no. Bengals a hell of a fight.
0: No, they, yeah. Like, I think I, think I think the odds be might actually be in their
1: favor to win. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know what Vegas yeah. is saying, but this is going to be a tough, tough game for the Bengals.
0: My big thing that I think the key to this game is, if is, this, is if the Bengals can establish some sort of ground game, if they can get some sort of ground game going, I think this would be huge for this game. Like, not yeah. saying you have to be so efficient, but if you can even milk out three and a half, four yards of carry, I'd take it. And I'd be happy. Yeah,
1: If Piran can just hit the holes, that's all I need. Just hit the
0: holes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I'm 100% with you, Donnie. Are you ready to get into your picks? Yeah, we'll get into that.
1: Um, I think that yep. – um, Okay. Um, Man, this is going to be a really tough game, and I want to pick the Bengals. But, man, something about this just seems like it's trending toward a Titans upset. I'm not sure why. Bengals offense is humming right now. Maybe this is just they get a they're they're just in a tough road game and something happens and they can't quite squeak it out. I'm gonna go with Titans 24, Bengals 23. Just with Joe Mixon being out and Jamar Chase probably being limited. I think that's the deciding factor.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go a little bit uglier. I'm gonna go 20 to 17, Bengals. Um, I just feel like it's bad juju for the podcast if we both go against the Bengals here, so somebody's <laughs> got to be a homer and take them. Honestly, I agree with you. I think this game is looking scary for the Bengals, and I do feel as if the Titans can pull this out and have a very good shot at pulling it out, but I just I feel like it's it's, it's some bad juju if we both go against the the Bengals here, so I'm going to take the Bengals to win 20-17 to 17 in an ugly one. Uh, I think it'll be kind of a high yardage game where people just aren't getting in the end zone. That's what I see.
1: I could definitely see that. With the, Bengals I think it's going to be like a ugly
0: like Burrow stat lines like three hundred and forty eight yards, a touchdown, and a pick or something, something like that. Like kind of ugly, like sixty percent completion. You know what I mean? Like a lot of yards, but not a lot of uh, not a lot of substance. That's what I wanted to say. I was trying to think of a big word there. Yeah, it made me sound smart. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: So yeah, I think we're. An ugly game, and I would not I wouldn't be
0: surprised if it's, if it's I think this ugly. is a point toss. I think this is like 50-50 who's gonna win this game. I don't know. I'm really I'm really torn on it because like everything points to the way they've been playing that the Bengals are gonna win this game, but the Bengals have had a kind of a trend this year. Two good games, one bad game, two good games, one bad game. That's kind of yeah. like what it's been like. So they got me yeah. stressed out. I'm not confident <laughs> in my pick, but you know what? I'm not they, confident baby. in
1: mine either. Like, these are yeah. two very good NFL teams. They're both top eight teams in the league probably for this regular season. Like, yeah. this is going to be a tough one. For we four. need
0: this one, though, to, like, I think yeah, if we win this one, it. it's pretty secure. I don't want to say secure. It, it's a lot better odds to make the playoffs than if we lose it. I feel like it would be, like, 70% chance if we win, 35% chance if we lose, something like that. Either yeah, like, because I'm this hired. is – like, Since the Patriots yeah. just lost and the Chargers lost last week, but
1: yeah. I mean as good as the uh as good as the Titans are, they're still probably the one of the easier teams the Bengals will face left. If they still got the Chiefs, they've still got the Bills, they've still got the Ravens, they've still got the Bucks. Like this is a tough schedule going forward. So you're right. Getting this win would, would be huge for the odds. Because you yeah. only need what three more at that point, squeak out three more.
0: Three of what, six? Go three yeah. and three the rest of the way. They can do that. Yeah. So, yeah, the Bengals need this one. It's going to be a big game. And uh, I hope everybody's watching, everybody's tuned in. This is the All Day Cincinnati Sports Podcast, episode 26. Go like, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on everything else. Share us to your moms on Facebook, your grandmas on Facebook, everybody. And uh, we'll see you all on the next one. See you guys.